0: every time
1: a proud member of the gun geek network the opinions expressed are those of each individual check out all the other geeky podcasts over at gunnageeknetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three two one
0: on this week's episode it's our fall preview for shows coming to a stream near you is the fitz magic back in tampa bay and can a ps4 spider-man do whatever a spider can all this and more as we once again delve into the pop culture cosmos.
2: Welcome
0: to the pop culture cosmos. And we're back once again with the pop culture cosmos. My name is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. But it wouldn't be a pop culture cosmos. Without the quarterback for Humanica Media, you got to check out everything that's going on with Humanica Media today at HumanicaMedia.com, Humanica Media on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and so much more, including the great Topic Topicocalypse and PCC Gamescast programs. It is my good friend. It is Josh Peterson. What's up, man? Have you got your Letterman's jacket yet, being the big man on campus? Yeah, I'm just hoping I don't
3: get injured. Then I'll be out for the season, and I don't think anybody needs that. No, no, you'll be placed on injured reserve. I still won't be able to help you on your fantasy football team. I'm sorry. There you go. There you go.
0: Chad Smith from Hyperschmidt joining us What's now. Up? What's up, Chad? How are you? Hey,
4: how are you, Gerald? Good to see you.
0: Great to have you here along with us for the Pop Culture Cosmos show. Jumping in right here. But it is going to be a great episode we have for you today. We've got TJ Johnson from the Voice from the Underground podcast. You got to listen to that today on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and so many other different outlets. He's going to be stopping by with his thoughts on the latest Spider Man game for the PlayStation 4. How good is it? He's going to tell you. Plus, also on the back end, Josh is going to describe his thoughts as well on the Spider Man game and where it can go from here as far as onto the PlayStation 5 another sequel to it, and so much more. We're going to delve into that later in the episode with both those guys' thoughts. Also as well, we've got Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. He is going to talk about week two in the NFL, some of the things that went on, including is the Fitzmagic back in Tampa Bay? We talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you should jump on that train, should he remain a starting quarterback for now? Tyler's going to share his thoughts coming up later in the episode as well. But first off, we've been previewing a lot of stuff for the coming fall and winter months. If you have not checked out our past episodes of the past three weeks, we touch on the fall premieres for everything going on in the movies that are coming out for the rest of the year. Many of the TV shows that are coming out on all the major networks and cable as well. We talk about that, plus the best in video games coming out for the next few months as well. Josh, today I want to touch on the last kind of fall preview that we have going on for the coming months, and that's what's coming to streaming markets. And I wanted to just say, hey, it was something different outside of the realm than just putting it into TV or movie realm, because it's kind of like a hybrid of both. We're actually going to go ahead and have our picks on what's out already for various streaming outlets, whether it be Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or anything else that's out there as far as the streaming realm. So Josh, I'm going to give you the first ups. What are some of the things that you're either looking forward to or have seen so far on a streaming outlet?
3: Okay, so I have already watched the second season of Iron
0: Fist. Have you had a chance to see it yet? Only bits and pieces. But what little I have seen is already much better than the atrocity that is season one of Iron Fist.
3: So it is a lot better than the first season. The fact that they wrote the script to the actors, they they wrote the script in a way where the actors could easily fulfill the role. So you don't have like, you know, Finn Jones trying to be a Tony Stark or like a Clark Kent or something like they play to that gimmicky side of Finn Jones as the Iron Fist. And it's cool. It still has a lot of problems with the writing, and the story is the story's pretty straightforward this time around. you know you only have three or four people trying to backstab each other instead of everybody trying to backstab each other and then towards the end of the season, it does get a little messy, but the payoff in the last ten minutes of the last episode of the season are absolutely huge and it does it is very clustered, but it was so cool because they really really went to uh, pay homage to the Iron Fist comics. And if what happened at the end of the season is is any indication, then the next season is going to be absolutely amazing.
0: And that's a good sign because you and I both have talked about over the past few months, how I guess both of us have really not been very high on the Marvel product when it comes to their efforts on Netflix. I've not been high on the, the Defenders, iron fist i think for me jessica jones and and possibly luke cage have probably been the best moment so far for me as far as the series going forward the punisher got over okay daredevil has been hit or miss as well so let me ask you chad we have not been fans of the marvel product on netflix for this point up until recently I've seen some promising signs, but Josh has really gone ahead and given the high sign for people to check out Iron Fist Season 2 on Netflix. What are your thoughts on Marvel as a whole when it comes to Netflix? And are you excited about anything going forward in that realm? I think Marvel
4: kind of pulled this family like big thing with their movies, but I don't know if it translated well onto Netflix, these big long format you know, stories that are stretched out to longer than two and a half hours. So I, I can see why uh, I, ha- I have not seen Iron Fist season two yet. So I can't speak for that, Joshi. But I think that maybe that long format doesn't work for them with that cheesy kind of undertone that we're used to seeing in the movies.
3: It has its gimmicks, but they're trying to keep it like, you know, this is the adult street version of Marvel. And so that's what they kind of cling to. But, Gerald, it's weird that you say that Luke Cage and Jessica Jones were the high point for you because I did not like either of those series. I thought the second season of Luke Cage was okay, but... you know. But that's
0: what I'm thinking. They're not very great high points. I just don't think that there's been a series consistently for me that I've seen all the episodes of that have really been a high point for me at all. When I say high point, I mean that term loosely because I just don't think as a whole... The Netflix series, although they've been great for obviously the viewers that have been watching it, as far as the quality, I think Chad hits it right on the head when it when you just cannot compare what they're doing here to even what they did with Agent Carter on ABC or even the big time Marvel movies. I just don't think it has really that umph that I think that it needs. Plus, also the fact that they just will not acknowledge anything that goes on on netflix in the bigger marvel cinematic universe just really blows my mind and and doesn't even validate in many fans eyes what's going on in the world when it comes to marvel and netflix
3: yeah fair enough plus they also are disadvantaged by not being able to have access to the younger audience so these are more like kids aren't binging these on netflix you know parents aren't sitting up there watching letting their kids watch it because they are hyper violent and they do have a whole lot of swearing and sex in them so it's just You don't have that working in your favor.
0: No, you don't at all. But there are some other great things that are coming out this fall when it comes to the streaming marketplace. And not all of it's from Netflix. And that's the beauty of it. With so many different streaming outlets now that are available to consumers, there's a lot of great things that you can find out there or that are coming up that you might need to take a look out for. Josh, what are some of the other things that you're looking out for that may not necessarily be on a Netflix format?
3: man in the high castle yeah that was the one i didn't think that they were making another season of that because we it's what it's been two, a little over two almost three years right since the last season came out
0: it has been a, a almost like a game of thrones type deal where they're delaying seasons chad what are your thoughts on man in the high castle coming back to amazon prime
4: i'm excited for it what is it october like 5th i think it's going to be coming back to amazon prime on it i believe okay.
0: that's correct but i will confirm the date
4: that show is i love those huge twists those just like giant you know rethinking history stuff like that those time travel things i don't want to give away a lot of the show but i am thrilled to see that they're doing uh, another season of it there's so much more that that is left unexplored from season one that is like oh I, I, there's so much i want to see them them do and dabble into
0: It is coming out October 5th. Again, you got to check it out on Amazon Prime when it hits next month. It's something that a lot of people like Chad and Josh have also been looking forward to. One thing that I am pointing towards that I think a lot of people might get interested in that has a lot of pop culture tie-ins is something that's coming to Facebook and their emphasis now on trying to get other formats going for them, similar to what YouTube is doing with its YouTube Red facebook is doing something with their facebook watch in that they're going ahead with a series called sorry for your loss starring elizabeth olsen and kelly marie tran both of those individuals out there that are going to be able to get everybody as far as the fanboys and fangirls out there that are familiar with their work from marvel and star wars as far as from a i guess like a procedural drama standpoint Want to take a look at that. It looks interesting. The trailer that's out for it really delves into some hard subjects when it comes to it. So look for Sorry for Your Loss when it comes out this week to Facebook Watch. It's
4: one of Facebook's first big premiere things with Facebook
3: Watch like this.
0: Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Definitely something that they want to delve into a little bit more. It's about time. A lot of these entities like YouTube and Facebook are just starting to get into it because they have that captive audience and Outside of the reality shows that Facebook has been, I guess, delving into with the balls and some other things that they've been dealing with so far, this is something that's really good as far as from a procedural drama that they have really just stepped into for the first time and hopefully won't be the last time for Facebook as well. Josh, are you looking forward to anything else coming out to the streaming marketplace?
3: The next season of Snatch is uh, looking good. I Did you ever watch the the first season?
0: Only an episode or two, obviously the Harry Potter connection there with Rupert Grant, And if if you're a big fan of the movie, obviously that comes to mind as well. But I don't think for me it has captured the similar type format of what the movie represented to me. But then again, it's almost like an unfair comparison when you're trying to go ahead and and something that works so well in a two-hour format, try to go ahead and, and stretch it out over several episodes. It is already out on Sony Crackle, so if you get a chance to check it out, it is available right now. Any thoughts from you, Chad, on something that you're seeing out of the box other than just going to a Netflix format? What I will say is I, I love to to
4: see the the cable company sweating. And what I mean by that is I like all these new formats, all these different companies coming out with this these great material, I think it's gonna really force the big cable companies to either step up their game or realize that they're going under. So I just think that's something that's kind
0: of interesting to look at. No, you're correct on that one because it does force them to go ahead, even though they're not playing by the same FCC rules that the streaming companies can do, streaming companies obviously can put NSFW content and get more violent and get more realistic and gritty than some of these shows on, let's say, even an FX or other stations can do. FX does push the envelope from time to time, and there's a couple other stations that do. But outside of that, it's just very hard for any broadcaster cable networks to go ahead and really expound on the type of boundaries we know the streaming companies can do, that's for sure. Anything else, Josh, that's hitting you as far as the streaming outlets are out there? Uh, Anything that you're looking towards, Sue? Because I got a couple ideas as well myself.
3: Yeah, I just got one last one. I'm kind of looking forward to, or two. One, They're both on Netflix. One is Atypical. The first season of that was really good. I love the way that they were able to capture the authenticity behind you know, having somebody with autism in your family and what they go through in the uh, social settings and stuff like that. So that was a really cool show. So I'm definitely looking forward to the next season. Also, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I was not too thrilled about it, but then I saw that little teaser trailer. I've been seeing the pictures, and I gotta admit, I'm into it. I would love to see because I grew up watching Sabrina, the Teenage Witch.
4: Oh, I was gonna ask, is that what this is about?
3: Yeah, so it's a much like darker take on.
4: Sabrina,
3: so you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. So I'm I'm curious how it's done. You know, I've read some of the comics and you know they're pretty cool, but yeah, just the way that translate. I'm because you you look at the pictures and you see like the way they did the uh the colors and all that, and it it looks really like I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm not going with high expectations, but I, I am kind of excited about checking it out.
4: I'm wondering if they're going to kind of try and grab the small, like the, uh, what's the, that crowd, like the, um, that, you know, the Archie show that, that's out.
3: Yes. Riverdale. So Riverdale.
4: Yeah. I, I wonder if they're going to try and catch that same crowd of Riverdale with that.
3: Yeah. So allegedly this takes place in the same universe. Uh, there's a contract with Netflix and Warner brothers and they might be able to cross over at some point.
4: I think
0: there was some comic crossover also.
3: Yeah, yep, with Archie. Yep.
0: Wow. Well definitely that's a good option for those who like Riverdale on the CW and if you're a big fan of that show and well, you know, if you like if you've got that on Netflix, that's something that, that you might want to look into as well.
1: You're listening to the pop culture cosmos. Don't touch that dial. Wait, do do people still use dials?
0: Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Look no further than Vitabrace High Performance Gamer wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale game, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at miraclefruitoil.com. That's miraclefruitoil.com. Vitabrace, win with it. For me, wait, Netflix- wait, 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 Gerald, what are you looking for? Yeah, come on, Gerald. Well, there's a couple, actually. I will tell you, The Other Side of the Wind, which was an unfinished movie by the late director Orson Welles, which everybody knows from some of the best movies of the previous century. Obviously, his resume already is well known by any, any aspiring filmmaker that's out there. The Other Side of the Wind was an unfinished work that was finally pieced together and put together features the late john houston in a starring role plus a lot of other appearances by other actors of that ilk during the late 60s and 70s because it took place and it was filmed over a period of years and was like i said was finally put together recently and it's and it's going to debut in theaters and then also netflix as well on november the 2nd so definitely take a look forward to that one if you want to get into the mind possibly with the latter years of what Orson Welles' career was like before his, his death. And basically what you could say is his last film, Teen Titans, which is going to be an NSFW, what we were talking about, a grittier, more violent, more hardcore type of format for yeah. the new DC streaming service. That's actually out and available already, the DC streaming service. So Teen Titans is something a lot of people are looking forward to. And for me, Jack Ryan, I just finished watching that series on Amazon Prime. So what do you think, Chad? What You saw it. So tell me your thoughts on the Jack Ryan series. Again, there's this whole new thing with
4: this long format storytelling. I heard someone talking about people predicting that it wasn't going to be sustainable to have these stories that were, you know, over the course of so many chapters outside of a book they're saying in television and it's just been blowing them away to see how much people are loving this like character depth something that was only previously explorable by by books you couldn't explore this depth with movies before so it's it's kind of cool to get to know the characters that deep with these these long format shows jack ryan was so great it started out slow a couple episodes on there and you're getting to know everyone on there and you realize that the show is it's Jack Ryan. I mean, I've seen the movie, uh, and
0: I think they—they're kind of building him into that character that we know him as well. Jack Ryan has been played by Christopher Pine, He's been played by Alec Baldwin, by Ben Affleck, I believe, uh, are the characters that have oh, played, uh, are the actors that have played that character before. But the most famous being Harrison Ford. The two movies he made in the '90s, *Clear and Present Danger* and *Patriot Games*, and the series itself, like you said, starts off a little slow. One thing it does well, it develops everybody else as far as the characters within the the realm of the actual CIA and, and what they're going after. But it develops more the terrorist organization and looks at that side quite a bit, their motivations, their past, their history, especially the lead terrorist that takes over the terrorist group and, and takes command and, and becomes the lead patriarch of the Terrorist group. You see a lot of things from his vantage point, which I think, unfortunately, you know, whatever way you want to say it, whether it's in poor taste or or good taste, actually was probably better for the narrative because Jack Ryan himself, played by John Krasinski, the character himself is not, uh, I guess, even Harrison Ford playing it was about as exciting as you can get, but he is a Boy Scout in a non Boy Scout type of environment Um, with his cohort career being that morally gray character, but John Krasinski, as straight and narrow as you can, trying to go ahead and solve these crimes and track down the terrorists and and try and solve the mystery. But the way the crimes go about as far as the narrative from the point of view of the terrorist organizations and whatnot, that part keeps the interest of the audience. It's the parts where you, you try and sit down with John Krasinski and you see that he 's doing everything on the straight and narrow. Everybody else is trying to do everything else within a morally gray or a totally wrong type of way yeah and unfortunately, for them, somehow, this guy who 's playing by the book save the day and figure out everything ahead of everybody else who has all these other resources and and can 't figure out anything but it 's only up to him, which yes, he is the the title character, but it, it just makes it for a At the end, kind of a a bittersweet experience because everything else was set up so well except for his character, which truly was not inspiring at all. I thought it was played okay by John Krasinski, but what he was given was really not much to work with. And I understand the fact that Jack Ryan's character is supposed to play by the straight and narrow during the process of being in the CIA, especially if you watch the Harrison Ford movies. But even Harrison Ford, to an extent, utilized resources and, and was able to think of ways that made it so the fact that he wasn't the only person there that could find out these terrorists, could right the wrongs. And in, in case of this series, it looks like that it's John Krasinski and everybody else. But like I said, it, it, it is a, a, a fairly solid uh, series. I think if people are really interested in seeing something that will hold your attention, it most likely will. If you're interested in following the Jack Ryan series from the books from Tom Clancy and all that, then I, I definitely do give a decent recommendation to the Jack Ryan series.
4: Beautiful cinematography too. very well it, shot.
0: Yes for, for especially for something that was on a streaming format and was never yeah. presented on the big screen yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. So that's a look at a lot of what's coming out that we're looking forward to on the streaming formats. If you've got something that you are interested in talking about when it comes to what's coming to streaming formats, whether it's Netflix, Crackle, Facebook, YouTube Red, CBS All Access, DC Streaming Service, and so much more, if you've got a show that you are really interested in us talking about, share us your thoughts, Pop Culture Cosmos, Humanica Media, and Game Source on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So Josh, I know you got a lot of things going on when it comes to Humanica Media and Topicocalypse. Before we head to Chan song, what have you got going on with all the great stuff at Humanica Media?
3: Just new Topic Topicocalypse going up. We're shooting in video now too, so you can check it out on YouTube as well as the usual places, Podbean, iTunes, and all that good stuff. Also, be looking out for the PCC Gamescast, a brand new show brought to you by Pop Culture Cosmos. So be tuning in for that. And also, we are on the Podcast Radio Network every Tuesday night. Tell them what time, Gerald?
0: 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Tuesday on the Podcast Radio Network. So, Chad, before we head to break, there's actually a great song that I think you want us to go ahead and play. So tell us a little bit more about your latest song. We did play it a couple of weeks ago on the Pop Culture Cosmos show, but You know what? It's so good. So we got to hear it again from you, my friend. Tell us what's going on with your newest single from Hypersmith. Is this that Counting Crows cover
3: you've been promising for years?
0: Finally is. Yeah, we paved paradise
4: and we put up a parking lot. Yeah, I got goosebumps, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen one day, I promise. (laughs) Oh, it better. Uh, Yeah, it better. It will, Josh. It will. The new song is Set You Free. and. This is kind of a brand new feel for me i I have always tend to write in a like classic song format like you know an intro like a verse a chorus and this one I kind of broke that format and so it's definitely a a fresh new sound for hyperschmidt don't think I'm getting stuck in any sounds every song I think deserves its own sound to to express it yeah this song is about dealing with a lot of the darkness in life. Me and my cousin were sitting down just talking about stuff that can go on in families and break families apart. And so we kind of made this promise to never let that happen between us. And that's kind of where the song Set You Free kind of came from. So it's it's a really powerful song. And I think people that are hearing the words are going to really experience a lot of clarity. The album cover, the single cover is even a lighthouse. And so I just love that feeling of even just throwing a little bit of light out because I feel like a lot of people are out at sea and you know that's not where you want to be, especially when all the you know, there's rocks around. So I feel like the song is
0: a lot of musical just wisdom and stuff that people need to hear. Oh, that's awesome to hear. And I'll tell you what, where can everybody get not only this great song, but also all your other great songs as well? You can get my stuff in all the stores, iTunes, Apple Music,
4: Spotify—pretty much any store. I'm, I'm on, I'm in all the stores. So definitely go to YouTube. You can see the lyric videos that I spend hundreds of hours personally making, or even the music videos that we actually we shot our latest one on a a red cinema camera. So it's it's a a delight. It's a really fun music video, very homegrown, and it's YouTube, Spotify iTunes. Instagram is where I'm at. Really, that's follow, just look up Hyperschmidt on Instagram and for sure direct message me. I love talking to people and hearing what everyone thinks about what I'm doing.
0: So yeah, definitely send me a message. I will always respond. That is Hyperschmidt, H-Y-P-E-R-S-C-H-M-I-T-T. You want to look for all of his great songs today, like he said, on Spotify, iTunes, youtube and all these other great music outlets but before we go ahead and hit your song my friend gotta let everybody know coming up we've got tyler baker from the fantasy football Pater podcast tj johnson from voice from the underground and later on our thoughts on the latest spider-man game for the playstation 4 but first it is chad and Hyperschmidt, and this is set you free and this is the pop culture cosmos
5: set you free, lay down my life to see you be, without those chains around you, I'm so glad I found you, there's so much of my heart Darkness pass through. Now, this light will never leave your.
0: We're back again. It's the Pop Culture Cosmos. Once again, this is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. Thanking you so much for being a part of today's show. But it wouldn't be a fantasy football Pater podcast without my good friend. He is the guru. At least that's what the scores this week are telling me of the fantasy football Pater podcast. You got to check out the fantasy football Pater podcast today on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and over 30 different podcast outlets, it is my good friend, <laughs> still my good friend, even though he beat me last week. But <laughs> be that as it may, it's Tyler Baker. He looks like you're going to be two and zero once again.
6: Yeah, man, uh, it's a pretty good week in fantasy. How are you doing today?
0: Pretty good for both my teams good i mean like i said if you're getting 130 points in your fantasy team you know whether win or lose that's what you want to do to stay competitive as far as anything lower than that just kind of got to worry about your team but if you're scoring in the high 120s 130s 140s and beyond like you've been scoring Mm -hmm. then you've really got a lot of good things to talk about and got to take a lot of your advice because right now man you are on a roll It's week two now, and so we're beginning to see who these
6: teams are. Well, the last time we talked, we talked about Matt Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo having bounce-back games. We saw those games. Talked about Amari Cooper having a bounce-back game. He did have that. What really stuck out to me today, though, was... Fitz magic. And we talked about him last time. And I said, you know what, don't get too excited. This is a Saints defense. It was not very good. Today, he came out and threw over completed over 80% of his passes against the Eagles. And he was throwing dimes in that game. So I kind of poo-pooed it a little bit. But after going out and doing that against the Eagles, I think you have to respect the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick is actually a a viable fantasy play now. And the weapons around him, Deshaun Jackson, the consistency that he's able to connect with him, especially some of those routes down the field and getting him into space, that brings Jackson back into the fantasy relevance. So I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have a pretty big decision to make when Jameis Winston is able to come back because last year, the NFC South sent three teams to the playoffs and none of them were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And here we are at the beginning of this season, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are two and 0 they're leading the division. What they've got right now is working. And I think when Winston comes back, he might be holding a clipboard.
0: Funny. Did I not hint that the last time around? (laughs) You did.
6: You did. But you know what? When he came out and did it against the Saints, it was like, you know, okay. But he did it against what I think is one of the top five defenses in the NFL. You have to stand up and take notice at this point. Absolutely. You were right. You were right.
0: Patting myself on the back here. (laughs) Yuckineers, no more. And they've got... Not only one, not two, but three premier wide receivers Mm -hmm. that you need to put as far as either a wide receiver one, two, or flex Mm -hmm. in right now each and every week until they prove otherwise. And like you said, Fitzmagic is back. It's there. And two of his three career 400-yard games have come in the past two weeks. So that might be something a lot of people need to key on. Whatever it is they're doing, it's working well even if the fact that maybe their defense maybe allows a lot of points themselves, it doesn't matter. They're scoring at a high rate and things are looking good right now in Tampa Bay.
6: Well, for fantasy purposes, them having a bad defense is really a good thing. That means that Fitzmagic is going to have to air it out. And that means Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson and Chris Godwin, it means those guys are going to be targeted a lot. Even O.J. Howard got a long one today.
0: Yes, he did. That's what I was going to tell you. They're, they've got a lot of great options right now for fitz Magic. i just want him to keep calling him until he yeah. proves otherwise and he's done a great job and more power to him and like i said if i was the coach of tampa bay right now i would not take him off that seat right now he is
6: you, you can't well.
0: you can't do it now you yeah. can't another quarterback that's even hotter Ooh, yeah Hotter than Fitzmagic is patrick mahomes mm-hmm. and i'm telling you what right now He has played at a level I did not even think he was capable of. So really, I was off the beaten path with that one. You were a little bit more in tune with that. Six touchdowns this weekend, 10 touchdowns overall this season. So Mm -hmm. far, after two games, just a truly incredible number. What's going on in Kansas City that's making everything click so well for their passing offense?
6: Well, Mahomes has a rock out of an arm. I mean, he has a cannon. And when you've got a guy like Tyreek Hill that can get downfield and you can hit him, oh, that's, that's something defenses have to take notice of. Today, he managed to get Travis Kelsey involved. Ten targets, seven receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns. That's what you expect out of Travis Kelsey. You didn't see it last week. You also didn't see a lot of Sammy Watkins last week. Sammy Watkins had 100 yards receiving too. So Mahomes um, is showing that he can get all of these pieces involved. And much like if Fitzpatrick, Patrick, Mahomes has a lot of really good weapons that he can go to.
0: That's true. He does have a lot of offensive weapons he can go to. Very, very good design that from from whether it's Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, just so many different options. Sammy Watkins played extremely well today. Travis Kelsey. The list goes on and on there in Kansas City. So if anybody has anyone on their offensive set as far as quarterbacks, wide receivers, running back, and even tight end, look to start them at least Mm -hmm. in the near future. That's pretty much the beat that I'm getting right now at this time.
6: Sure, and much like we were talking about Tampa Bay, the Kansas City defense is not very good. And so they're going to get scored on and that's going to put Mahomes in a a position where he's going to be able to make some things happen downfield. Oh, and he's pretty good at running the ball too.
0: (laughs) So I noticed that and that definitely gives him that dual threat option, which I know Uh a lot of people such as myself like when it comes to selecting a quarterback. On the other end, you have someone that's also done a great job of passing. But the fact is, it took away from what could have been a very promising running game. And that's in Pittsburgh, where because they were behind so far so quickly, Mm -hmm. it looked like it it was going to be nothing but pass after pass after pass. Mm -hmm. We've seen this before from Ben Roethlisberger, where he gets a high volume of passing attempts and that means actually a good thing for fantasy owners if they have him as their quarterback. He threw the ball 60 times today. And that's not a record for him.
6: <laughs> I think it's probably the most attempt so far this season. I mean, it's only week two, but.
0: Yeah, but uh, now I've seen him throw 60 pun on Wow. Team.
6: Wow. Wow. Well that means really good fantasy production. Unfortunately, the Steelers right now are having some issues. They're having some issues on defense with tackling and scheme. Antonio Brown seemed disgruntled today. So there are some issue that Mike that Mike Tomlin is gonna have to figure out. Because this team and you, the Steelers have always been really good about playing down to their opponents, and then coming through when they're when they're facing the top teams in the league, they need to find some consistency and they need to stick with what they do well. A balanced offense is what they do well. They did not have a balanced offense today. James Conner only ran the ball eight times, and as good as Ben Roethlisberger is, if you want to win football games, you need to have a balanced offense.
0: They almost came back and won, though. They almost almost but almost only counts in horseshoes (laughs) all right and last thing i'm going to hit at you with my friend on Mm -hmm. today's program are there any available fantasy football options you believe right now in upstate new york in buffalo or (laughs) in the phoenix area in arizona are there any options that you think should be on your fantasy football team
6: you know what? That's difficult. I think David Johnson is is definitely one of the best running backs in the league. But as long as Sam Bradford is their quarterback, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it was just one. Well, didn't he have less than 100 yards passing today? Yep. I, I mean, it, that is just not acceptable for an NFL team. But that might be a, a good trade target if the David Johnson owner in your league is not happy. Maybe try to pull a little trade, you know, because I think that that is going to come back around because the reality is they did not get him the ball. He didn't run the ball at all in the first half. How do you have a guy like David Johnson on on your team and you don't give him the ball? So they're going to have to figure that out. I think that they will figure that out. It's no secret. that He's the best player on that team. But I mean, today he only ran the ball 13 times. And he was barely targeted in the passing game. And he's the best player on the team. So there are better days for David Johnson. I would recommend trying to get him on your team.
0: Once again, it is Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. If you want exclusive tips, hints, things you need to do on your waiver wire, adjustments that you might want to make, requests as far as trades or anything of that nature that you need advice upon, Go ahead, join the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast Facebook group. There's a lot of people already on there, over 200 individuals already in that group. A lot of them do answer questions. Not only does Tyler Baker, but a lot of other people as well. They throw in their two cents so you can get an idea of what you might want to do as far as lineup changes, injuries, trades, waiver wire pickups, things of that nature for your fantasy football team. In fact, I got the advice from you this past weekend in regards to Leonard Fournette, whether or not to start him or not from the Fancy Football Patriot Podcast Facebook group. So you got to join that today. Again, if you want to hear full episodes, you just got to check us out. Pop Culture Cosmos channel on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and over 30 different podcast outlets. Tyler, it's always great having you on the show, my friend looking forward to hearing more from you later in the week for week three in the nfl just so glad to have you part of the show and always my friend glad to have you part of the pop culture cosmos it's
6: always a pleasure thank you gerald
0: oh no problem thank you just hope you keep going with those 150 plus point games so you look like (laughs) the guru that you are my friend (laughs) wouldn't be much of a guru if you were only getting like 50 points i know right (laughs) Always great to have you part of the show and part of the pop culture cosmos. Mm, nothing's better when grilling your favorite meal than adding some delicious wheelie cue rubs, seasonings, and gluten-free barbecue sauce. Made with the finest ingredients, Wheelie Q products pack a ton of flavor to your meals, whether it's ribs, chicken, steak, hamburgers, fries, or vegetables. To get your hands on some of these tasty Wheelie Q items, head on over to www.wheelieq.com and a portion of all profits made will go into finding a cure for spinal muscular atrophy. Pop Culture Cosmos listeners, Act now and get 15% off your order just by entering the promo code POD1, that's P-O-D, and the number 1 at checkout. For the tastiest food on the grill, nothing's better than Wheelie Q items today at wheelieq.com. Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4 has come out and a lot of great reviews are behind it. Uh, also a lot of great acclaim, great social media word of mouth, just a lot of great things are talked about when it comes to the latest Spider-Man iteration in the video game world. And there has been a lot of bad Spider-Man games. There's been a lot of okay Spider-Man games, but there really has only been maybe one or two really good Spider-Man games. So how good is this iteration in the Spider-Man series? Well, here to talk to me today is a good friend of mine from the voice of the underground podcast you got to check it out today that's going to be on spreaker apple podcast spotify and so many other podcast outlets again it is voice from the underground and here is the star although don't tell the other guys that I just, <laughs> between, you, between you and oh, i it is my hide.
2: okay okay
5: it
0: is my good friend mr tj johnson
2: what's going on oh. man so after that intro, man, how can I not be sitting here gushing? And it's quite all right. You can definitely tell them that you said that I'm the star of the show. I don't feel bad about it. I don't have any qualms about saying it. I am the star of the show. and It's okay. It's all right, brother. But it's good to be back on Pop Culture Cosmos. I miss you guys. Uh, oh, we man. miss you
0: as well. I also enjoy very much every time that I'm on your yes. guys' show because it's yes. such a blast. You guys have great opinions on everything in the pop culture political news realm is such a great show and people have to definitely check it out in fact you're going to have a larger review of spider-man for the ps4 on your latest show actually that's available mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. give us uh, some brief little little you know things that you liked about the the game here on this show so so my friend tell me okay. i've spent a little bit of time with it 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 really is enjoyable i know the web slinging open world atmosphere is something that i know a lot of people have really been hoping for when it comes to spider-man so tell me my friend your thoughts on the latest spider-man video game for the playstation 4
2: uh well gerald man you pretty much hit the nail right there on the head um right out the gate it it, it feels it feels like what you would imagine a spider-man game should feel like not what it has felt like the last few iterations amazing spider-man being the best out of those those couple that came out it truly feels feels like a spider-man game The the anything everything from the web swinging to the mechanics i mean they've got it down to such a a a fine-tuned comb that spider-man when he talks if he's just walking and he's just casually walking and he has his little you know phone in his 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 mask and he's talking he just sounds like you and me right now but if he's web swinging you can actually hear the exertion in his voice saying the same lines it's incredible they actually recorded it twice so that way you have a standing still Spider-Man conversation versus an exerting energy Spider-Man conversation. And it's that level of detail that is so rare in games based on licenses. Now, granted, we're not talking about a movie license. We're just talking about the Spider-Man license in general. But anytime you get games based on licenses, they try to hit all the, the major points, but they missed the little the little details that really make the make the make the game come alive, and something like that, to where if you're holding a conversation and you're web swinging, and you can hear him physically exerting himself from web swinging, it just it's another level of immersion that's just absolutely stunning. The fighting is awesome; it was very Arkham style. So you know, you have your counter button, you have your your standard attack button, you have your webbing button and jumping button. So it's all very standard at this point. I think Arkham Asylum really was the one that perfected that combat, and everybody else thus far is kind of piggybacked off of it, changed it up a little bit for their particular character, but still generally the same style. The thing that really separates that though from Batman's games is Batman's more like a big hulking tank. He's just this big brute and he's got a very specific, almost like a Krav Maga style of fighting where it's just, I'm going to do whatever I can to incapacitate you as quickly as possible. As opposed to a Spider-Man, he's much more agile, much more fluid in his movement, much more graceful. You know, He has a little bit more of a a capoeira style where he's he's doing cartwheels and and roundoffs and different flips to kind of evade and it's just it's it's an awesome thing to actually see in motion and and it's just so rare to get that. I could talk on and on about the story. The story is just awesome. You develop feelings for these characters and the voice acting is top notch. Voice acting is really good. The guy who plays Spider Man and I'm I'm not privy to his name, but I think that after he will finish this game. Everybody's going to want to know who this guy is, but did a fantastic job as Peter Parker, Spider-Man really nailed that dynamic. The liberties that they've taken with the stories in regards to some of the characters and their origins and how they got to be who they are and where they are in life was just really, really well done as well. They truly took the the license and Insomniac really made this game their own. And I think it it just goes to show you what a triple A developer can do when you put the resources, the money and the, the love, I think the, the key part being the love of the the property that they're working on. And you can pour that into the title. It just it, it, this really does feel like a love letter to the fans. There's a gazillion suits to choose from, and all of them look spectacular in motion. It looks spectacular standing still. It just it. It really looks good. And for everybody wondering if you have to wear that suit with the the, the big white spider on your chest, you don't have to. But you're not going to want to take it off, I can assure you until you get some of the other suits
0: (laughs) yeah because there's so many suits to choose from as you earn them along the way correct i I will say this well when marvel approached insomniac about doing a game for any one of the characters they were told carte blanche choose any one of the characters you want to base the game off of so they actually uh, talked uh, back and forth in regards to you know what actual character that they wanted to go ahead and pursue captain america iron man whatever and spider-man actually came out on top on that and you see the fact that there is that love for spider-man and the character that they went into detail one of the most interesting and well-received aspects of this game is the peter parker story in and of itself the dynamic that's told because everybody just wanted to focus on spider-man or so they thought but here is this compelling narrative when it comes to peter parker mary jane and and the whole nine yards when it comes to not not only their relationship but also his relationship with other well-known characters in the spider-man universe as well tell me a little bit more about that dynamic because that's something that People weren't actually expecting going in. They were expecting just a a very solid
2: open world game, but they got so much more when it comes to the Peter Parker dynamic. Amen to that. You pretty much nailed it. People bought this game for Spider-Man and people are going to stick around for Peter Parker. And I think that's such an awesome dichotomy to have is because you get the, the aspect of it that you want. You want the web swinging. You want the the, the bad guy beaten up, the acrobatics, the, the feeling of being Spider-Man soaring through buildings. And there's nothing better than finally getting really good at the web swinging and timing each web scene right to where you're going right over the building at the right time, and the music is hitting a crescendo as you're doing it. They nailed it. They nailed it. This is, this is almost as nailed as Rocksteady and Arkham Asylum. They just nailed it. They just know the property. They nail it. You really develop a true love. For these characters, being able to be in Peter Parker's shoes and understand the trials and tribulation that he's going through on a daily basis by being, yes, a superhero, but a guy trying to make ends meet out of Queens. So he's still going through the, the ups and downs of, of trying to pay bills, not having a job that pays consistently enough. And you get to see the way his interaction is with the world, exactly how he still manages to stay Peter Parker. And I think that's one of the aspects of the Spider-Man character that that drew Insomniac to him is Spider-Man, for as powerful as he is and as awesome and and graceful and as super, for lack of a better term, as he is, he's a guy that goes through the same stuff that we go through on a daily basis. It is indeed. I'll tell you what, it's just great to have you talk about
0: it. But if people want, in larger detail, your thoughts on Spider-Man, the video game for the PlayStation 4 also as well, your your opinions on not only the news world, the political world, sports, pop culture as well. Check it out today. It is voice from the underground. It is again on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and a gazillion more podcast outlets.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're out there. We're, we're trying to be out there. We're, we're trying to keep up with Pop Culture Cosmos. Uh, hey, we're we're yeah. lagging far behind, but that's okay. We're coming. We're coming.
0: No, no, you're not lagging far behind at all. It's just great. It's like I said, it's, it's just great to be a part of so many different great podcast outlets and, and just ha- great to have everyone listening in uh, both to your show
2: and our show as well. Amen, brother. It's great to have. Thank you so much. And and you need to come on back to the underground sometime. we got more stuff to talk about, man. These Lakers are looking kind of interesting this year, huh?
0: Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. But that's for another day, my friend. That is <laughs> for another day. My awesome. friend, TJ Johnson, I'll tell you what, it's just great to have you on. Always. It's just so happy to to always hear from you and just wishing you continued success. The show continued success.
2: Amen, Otherwise. brother. Same thing to you.
0: Thank you, my friend. And it's just so great to have you apart Don't forget, you can check out a listing of where we're at because we're on radio stations all around the world playing seven days a week, and we're now up to 16 different radio stations. Just want to go ahead and welcome once again our latest stations that are now part of the Pop Culture Cosmos family. So the Juice FM Radio Welcome and the SKO Radio Network, we truly cannot thank you enough for allowing us to be a part of your radio schedules. Josh, it's just so great to hear from you as far as what's going on with Ocalypse, And like you said, with the PCC Gamescast, Chad Smith from Hyperschmidt. Again, check out all of his stuff that's going on when it comes to Hyperschmidt on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you can get great music. Just so awesome to have you both here. Before we head on out, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the latest game for the PlayStation 4. It's really a game that's got a lot of people just excited, once again, about Spider-Man. First, we've had the great movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, and now he seems to have a very, very solid game in Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4.
4: This game is really tailored, I feel like, really well to like this generation. Like Already, the internet is full of so many memes of the uh, Snapchat from this new Spider-Man game. It has just a beautiful rendering engine. like the skins on this thing it's just it's detailed like the light is amazing. So I've just been seeing so many people take just really really great Spider-Man memes. As far as gameplay, normally I have Josh's PS4 but he took it back for me to review games. So I have not gotten to play it but I've been playing that ASAP but from all the playthroughs I've been watching, it just it looks so fun
0: and dynamic. Josh, what are your thoughts on the latest Spider-Man game to hit the PlayStation 4? It's fun, man. I have probably played a
3: couple hours of it. The best way I can think to describe the game is vibrant because the colors, the colors are really cool. Like everything's it's not all like pixelated like the old Spider-Man games. It has everything I loved about Web of Shadows, but it's done so much better. And here you also have a story. So this is the first time you know outside of the arkham series that a superhero game has delivered quality gameplay a good story and you know plenty of extra stuff to do on the side so you can play through the game probably i want to say in about 20 hours but if you were to do all like the side stuff the side stories the side quests and all that you could probably play get about 60 to 80 hours of gameplay out of it just running
4: around in that open world
3: yeah yeah and you just swing around the city and you can go in the ocean and you know jump on boats and stuff like you can You can do anything like there's nothing in this game that's like off limits. But it's cool because people didn't think that a game like this could be made. You know, you had the Arkham games, but those were, I would even say, not even on a scale as massive as this one. And the stories stories were good. The characters were cool. But like, you know, this one, they they did a good job of like immersing you into that world and actually making you care enough to play the game from start to finish and not be like, Oh look, I can jump off a building and swing to you know something else. I'm just gonna do this over and over again. You actually are motivated to play the story. And they also did a good job of taking like the lesser characters and making you like wonder more about them. I would definitely recommend playing it. I'm gonna dive into it a little bit more, but you know, Insomniac, I feel like, has really set the standard for superhero games moving forward, especially, you know, how many crappy like wolverine and x-men games and stuff like fantastic four thing how many of the like bad games have we gotten over the years Uh, more than we can count right
0: almost like the 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 movie tie-in games that used to come out year after year after year that were so bad especially in the mid-2000s just some really atrocious games there were also some really bad superhero games around that time and i'm just so glad to see that this has come out They've, they've paid a lot of attention to it they were not in any time frame or, or trying to wrap it around any type of movie. And they were just said to go out and make a good superhero game. And it looks like that they did, and it did so in spades. I've heard universal appraise for the game. The awesome thing about it is just that it also tells a great narrative deep in detail into Peter Parker's story, his background, his relationships with Mary Jane, and everyone else that everyone is so familiar with when it comes to the Spider Man universe. And for anybody else out there who really takes it in, if, if you want to share your thoughts on the latest Spider Man game and how good or how not so good you think it is, share us your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com, plus popculturecosmos, humanica media, and game source on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So I want to thank again Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. Catch our full episodes of the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast each and every week on the pop culture cosmos channel that's again on spotify apple podcasts and over 30 different podcast outlets plus also as well thank tj johnson from the voice from the underground for sharing his thoughts on spider-man as well catch their show on spreaker iheart radio apple podcasts and a gazillion outlets as well josh any last thoughts on the way out
3: no i think we're good man just uh you know, we got some, uh, Got a, I guess we can officially announce we got a new website launching here. Hopefully, at the Ooh. end of the week, So will be looking out for that.
0: Absolutely, looking out for that indeed. We're going to have the actual web address and all that information coming up on our next show. That's going to be the Friday show. That's going to be something to look forward to indeed. Any last thoughts from you, Chad, before we check on out? They need to make Roller Coaster Tycoon 4. I
3: heard, though, that the developers of Roller Coaster Tycoon were like, when that Counting Crows cover comes out, then they will release news on Roller Coaster Tycoon 4. Okay.
4: Well then that's, that's the, uh, that's the latest news is that I'm going to be working on my, my Counting Crows cover right there.
0: All right. All
3: right. It's a deal <laughs> you guys heard it here first. <laughs> all
0: right. And we'll all get into a little yellow taxi and drive off. Yeah. Whenever. So for Chad Smith at Hyperschmidt and Josh Peterson, this is Cheryl Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the Pop Culture Cosmos. We thank you for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself a great day.
2: Well, hello,
3: everybody, and welcome to a very special commercial for We Podcast and We Know Things. Wow, a commercial? Yes, Sam, a commercial. You do this to me every time. Anyway, we are We Podcast and We Know Things, the source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. Heck, even wrestling. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Check us out here on the ESO Podcast Network and wherever fine podcasts are, including the iOS podcast app, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with all the goings-on in the nerdy world. Now back to your ESO Network podcast. Who's better than us?
0: You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.
1: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon, Patreon, or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
0: Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. TangentBoundNetwork.com
5: Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos and stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos.